Hello, my name is Greg, and welcome to Voice Space. I hope you're keeping well and staying sane in these crazy days. What I want to talk about was verticalization and unbundling. I know you've been waiting for this one, so let's get right to it. A few years back, there was this famous chart, and it showed the Craigslist landing page and the companies that had unbundled a part of it and turned it into a billion-dollar company. So the Tinders, Reddits, Zillows, Upworks of the world all took something that Craigslist theoretically could have owned and had a market and they created their own. Fast forward a little bit later and people started looking at LinkedIn that way, saying there was an opportunity to hyper-verticalize labor markets. And to some extent that is that's definitely happened. So one now that people are looking at in terms of the verticalization potential is a company called Zoom. To the point where there are 200 companies that are looking to build their own little empire around what Zoom is currently doing. Savvy founders know that finding the right market at the right time can be like a cheat code for startup success. Looking at verticals within the broad horizontal platforms that are near their breaking point is like a cheat code for a cheat code. If you're paying attention, it'll point you to the next great unbundling and where the next wave of opportunity and innovation will come from. That is a quote from an article, The Verticalization of Zoom by JJ Osland, which I will link to. It starts to look at these opportunities within Zoom for verticals. He breaks it down somewhat like this, that you have social connection, service offerings, work communication, and specialized solutions. Those are different verticals that have opportunities. And there are companies that are rapidly pursuing them. What's of interest to me though, because this is voice space, is the role voice has to play in this. And not just voice technologies, but that concept of having a unique voice and interacting with other people. From my perspective, some of the things that make Zoom compelling are also some of the things that offer opportunities for voice. Let me give you an example. One of the things about Zoom that I found, and I'm on endless Zoom calls, like I think most of humanity, is that you're tethered to a screen. And a lot of times, the content that you're ingesting doesn't need to be seen, it can be heard. To me, there should be a huge number of use cases where not having to look at the screen, but having a Zoom-like call could be really advantageous. And that could be in the nature of the content, but it could also be in the context of the listener. So maybe there's Zoom-like content that would be suited to moving around. 
um, being in different parts of where you live, like whether it's the bedroom or bathroom or a lot of the same use cases that we see the most usage out of smart assistants. And when I look at this list, it's an awesome list of the 200 companies that are looking to unpack some of the functionality of Zoom. It's interesting that their video enabling different behaviors, but they're not going too far outside of the boundaries of what has been defined. And to me, what's going on right now with coronavirus and mass quarantining and social distancing and lack of, or having to have um, less contact with people in general also opens up a whole universe of use cases that are based on place that you want to have contact with people in some way, shape or form that's not physical and that takes advantage of technologies like voice. Now I know that this is a little bit intangible without examples. So here are three that I just whipped up in my head. Having an audio only Zoom or option for something like Zoom that allows you to have a meeting knowing that you're not able to see a screen, but having voice interaction to the point where things such as doing a sidebar with someone uh, making a comment that gets transcribed automatically, et cetera, et cetera, could be really valuable to a lot of people because it extends the reach of a given video conference. That's number one. Number two is the idea of, let's say you're having some sort of Zoom tutorial or mentorship or advice around something that doesn't necessarily require that you have a video connection. And being able to interact with someone, let's say set an appointment, be able to send them photos if there's something that you need help with. But the type of environment or let's say situation that you might not be using a screen, uh, might not, uh, and that could be just that you're moving around. But I think that the idea of some sort of Zoom-esque, even if it's a group type, uh, instructional section um, that you can access via voice could be very interesting. And the last one is I've been to a lot of Zoom dance parties and, and people are trying and they're all right. And it can be interesting to see what's going on with the other participants, but it's also would be great if you could take that with you on the go. So if any of you have been to a silent disco extending that kind of idea where maybe you tune into a dance party with different music options, different DJs, different live music. You can switch between channels as you're on the go. Um, you could also potentially give a comment to the DJ or the musician or whoever is providing the music. They could read it. Maybe they give a shout out to you. Uh, that only you hear or that they can broadcast to everyone. Lots of options there. So this is me just doing a, a quick unbundling of Zoom from an audio perspective. But I really think this is some gold or 
Bitcoin or whatever you want. Um, then I'm giving you a little bit of something that might be a value if you're willing to run with it a bit, or you know at least test market assumptions, put a smoke and mirrors version out there and see what happens. And let's see what happens. Uh, I hope everything that happens to you is good and that your days are sunny. And so are you. Bye. Thank you.